My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. We talk about futons and daybeds. We talk about reality TV. And we find out what made Bob the Drag Queen say this. Nigga, look at my back. And we find out what made wah wah shwa shwa say this. Bitch, knock me the fuck out. <sighs> this girl can literally never be ready on time. When I, okay, I don't want to hear any shit because last night I was literally sitting here in full drag waiting to do a podcast at the time that you asked us to reschedule and one of us didn't answer our phone. That is not true. Je- okay. Jo- I'll read I'll the text I'll exchange. Do- yeah, what's the text? That's what is literally this? not true. What, what, yeah, what, what, what is the Monet uh, text We change? talked about it and then Jacob said we can just do it another day. Oh, I, see, I didn't see it. Jacob oh, texted, can you do oh, it? No, hold on, hold oh, on. Jacob said, can you do 11 if that works for you? I didn't even see that. I literally just opened the message. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we had said before. And Jacob can confirm. What did what did you say? What did what did you say? Huh? I said I said. Also, I need to reschedule today's episode. Can we do it later, like eleven p.m. your time? Jacob oh, said, so you mean eleven o'clock? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jacob said, "Let me get back to him a little." When I when I check in with Bob, he's asleep right now. Um, and then I said, "Okay." And Jacob said, "If we need to cancel, it's not the end of the world. We have a lot of other ones scheduled." I said, "Yes, totes." And also, I want to check in about um, moving tomorrow's back one hour, which is today. It, it just and sounds like said, you said 11 o'clock hour hold time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Jacob said, we, if we have to cancel, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. We have enough other ones scheduled. And I said, yes, uh-huh. totes. Also, wanted to check in about moving tomorrow's back one hour, which is today, which we did. And then Jacob okay. said, 8 p.m. Eastern, we can do that. I said, yeah, work. And then we had a whole other conversation. But about where the, did you the, say that it was that yesterday was, that we weren't going to? Because you said eleven, and then Jacob said, "Oh, we could cancel." You didn't say yes. Let's cancel. Yes, I said yes. Totes. That means okay, yes. Mon- we can cancel it. No, no, no. If, when there's a list of things in there, and you said we could, does that say we confirm? No, there's not a canceled. list. There's one thing. It says we can cancel. It's not the end of the world. We have other one scheduled. I said yes. Totally. No, you said yes, totes, first of all. All I'm saying is, me and Jacob were sitting here at 11 o'clock waiting for your ass, but you was over there uh, snoozing, and, and uh, Colleen was probably ripping toilet paper out of the wall and shit. While, while your badass cat anyway, was going... I have vindicated while, myself. You while know, you're, I will post a, while you're I will terrible, post a screenshot... I will post a screenshot of this on the Patreon, and the Patreons can decide for themselves To be honest, Monet, your neighbor downstairs was right about you. <laughs> you, know, you. You know he moved. You know, you know he moved. <laughs> you they literally... moved him to another unit in the same building. Like they moved him to a unit across. You should be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm moving like... too. I'm moving too. <laughs> the was like, the land was like, this bitch is gonna be here for another couple of months. So you just might as well just move, girl. And then he he got his ass up the fuck out of there. What were you talking about before we went on the air about um, something about an away suitcase? You need to tell me. Thank you. About what money? What I, I, every away suitcase I own, I purchased it with my money. Well, Away will be sponsoring the podcast, and they um, they asked who can they send some uh, some some promo items to. I said, oh, you can send it to Bob. No, no, no. Lance emailed both of us. He was like, hey, they can only give it to one person. Who would like them? And then I was like, I don't. It's no sort of my bad. You can give it to Bob. So I gave you the suitcases. 
Okay, first of all, they weren't yours to begin with. It's not like y- they gave it to you, then you gave it to me. You act like you gave me something of yours. But if I was to say that I wanted them, then you then think you would. Then you think you would have got them. You think just because you you think you <laughs> yes. would have been the one being like, oh, I want them, and, and that's the end of the discussion. How do you think first things? Of all, how do you think things work over here at Sibling Rivalry LLC? First of all, bitch, you didn't even know there was an email. That happened like five days ago. You have no idea what's going on. It was time sensitive. So number one, you've missed the window of opportunity for the suitcase. Had you not had had I not responded, <laughs> had you had you uh, okay, first so, of all, whether or not I know the email is there or not doesn't make it yours. Does not by default make my <laughs> shit belong to you. Yes, it does, because you don't answer. So they won't have no they need to send the product to someone. You got some nerve. Monet is really on. The, Monet, I, you, I thought you were sitting in a chair, but apparently you're sitting on a high horse because you are really <laughs> in your ivory tower on this day, Miss Thing. I am. Are you? Shook. Are you a Casey Musgraves fan? Her her song is like High Horse or High Hopes. I don't know. Are you? <laughs> I don't know a lot about Casey Musgraves. The other day, I accidentally called her Casey Musgrove. No, yeah, it's called High Horse. The other day I accidentally called her Kate Musgrove because that was the name of my the head of my theater department in college. So the the the, pre, the president of the theater department, her name was Kate Musgrove, and but Casey Musgraves and Kate Musgrove were always like constantly getting switched up in my head for some reason. But I remember when I was when I was in college, Kate Musgrove gave me her futon. So I remember being like, oh my god, the 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 head of the theater department gave me her futon, and I had it in my home. When I- when I was like in college, for some reason, I was obsessed with futons. I know that's a weird thing to say, but when I got like when I, I moved off campus my sophomore year, and like I could have bought a full size bed for my apartment, but I was like, no, I need a futon. Now that makes and sense. And it was like, but it was a it was my own room. There was a whole living situation, and and like the, we had like a living room. Like I could have had a full bed to myself, and then I had a living room. But I I was I would like roll out my futon like every night to sleep, like a fucking dumb bitch. It was the stupidest thing. I mean, I had a futon too, Kate, Kate Musgrave. Um, but also <laughs> I, I I was I was also obsessed with day beds. I remember being like really obsessed with a day bed and thinking it was like the coolest thing. And I was like, I either want a futon or a day bed. I just don't know which one but also and you were in college so you, you, you had a day bed and you were day drinking so this was this was a nice true i feel like people don't really use like day beds are so old like you don't see day beds like people yeah. people do, yeah. like and if boomers have day beds in their houses but i've i loved my day bed that shit was popping i know that word is not you know, incendiary in any way, but it just, when you say boomer, it just sounds so, what anyone says, it just sounds aggressive, the word boomer. When you're like, boomers, I'm like, oh, that's just, I just feel like you're hurting someone's feelings. Well, I think it's because uh, Gen Zers have turned okay boomer into an insult in some regard. Right. So, now, so now it just sounds like people are being mean because they're like, okay, boomer. Um, which is one of those things where it's like, let me tell you right now, when when you are the the youngest, not the, I mean, they're not, Gen Zs are not the youngest generation, but they're the youngest ones who are like out in the world doing shit. Like five year olds ain't popping yeah. shit. You know what I mean? But I remember when being a millennial was Stopping like, up and dropping shit. I remember when being a millennial was like, oh, millennials, millennials, millennials. Oh, and now it sounds like Bitch. millennials are now they act like we're old people, which is crazy to me. They dragged us millennials through the mud. They are good for nothing. They went to college. They're all just sitting at home on their mama's couches. Can't do shit. Won't know shit. Can't be shit. They they, they all just shitting. They hated us. 
Um, and now the Gen Zers are in, so it feels like we're like millennials are getting it from the Gen X, I mean, from the boomers and the baby boomers, and then um, Gen Zs are also shooting it up to the millennials, and everyone's like, "It's millennials are so." Mm-mm-mm. It's like look at you with your side parts and your and your skinny jeans, and I'm like, okay, and skinny jeans are well, still you know- hot. Well, you know, yeah, they are, but but you know, you know, seventies is coming back. Seventies fashion is coming back, bitch. And I want me some nice flare jeans and like a, I want to I want to lose enough weight in my life where I can wear like a seventies style flare jean and a crop top and look snooch. Yeah, That's what I want in my life. You are such a Gen Z wannabe. It is. For us millennials, what? looking at you is very. Monet's like, look at me, my middle part, and my flare boots, and my freckles that I draw on. I'm such a like. You're not a Gen Z bitch. You were born. <laughs> you were born in nineteen. Yeah, you, you were born in nineteen ninety nine zero. You're not a Gen That's, Z. You're a fucking millennial. Wearing flare jeans and like having a center part wig that is not. First of all, center part what, bitch? Center part what? I'm, the whole thing is a center part. <laughs> I'm talking about your when you when you slap on some hair. You know, don't act new, don't act like you did your first time on the radio show. <laughs> you swear, you swear. For now, we have a radio show, Bob. When y'all, when we are on stereo, you cannot tell Bob this is not uh, the <laughs> Howard Stern is not 1999, and me and him are not Howard Stern and well, his Molly Crew. I'm living my little uh, my little radio uh, fantasy. Don't don't. Don't try to rain on my parade. I'm living my. I'd be like, if you are just joining us, my name is Bob the Track. <laughs> you love it. You love to hear it. Well, you it's like it's it. like the thing. It's like it's the listen. Everyone who you all get it. You all get it. You get. It. You should follow us on the stereo app. Me specifically, Bob. Yeah, stereo. Oh, this is Bob. They are not paying us for this episode. Well, maybe they have a. They, maybe they do have an ad in this commercial in this episode. Never mind. <laughs> Shut my fat ass mouth. <laughs> and you know what I did? I shut my fat ass up. Also, the fans are, I don't know when this airing, but the fans did. Go, I told you, girl, they went wild because we we were talking about Utica and that thing. And I was like, you can't make fun of skinny white twinks or the fans are going to be hot. Yeah, I don't know when this is coming out, but I do want to say something that I said that I misspoke. And I kept on saying she was fat shaming. And, I, I, you know, sometimes in, like, the heat of the moment, I, like, be saying shit that I don't mean to say. I don't think Utica was fat shaming. I do think that Utica was doing roast jokes. Roast jokes are risque, and people say they say uh, uh, age, bitch. They were ageist jokes. They were sexist jokes. They were fat jokes. I don't think Utica was fat shaming. I think that she was just saying fat jokes that weren't funny. So they just felt me. So, so you agree. So you out. agree with what Utica said about Lonnie Love? Well, you to, agree. To be fair, when she when she was saying about Lonnie Love, I thought I thought it was you. I was like I was like envisioning you instead. Okay, first of all, which you're not. You're so skinny now. Every time I see you, I'm like, who is this svelte woman? You gagging, honey? (laughs) Well, no. I I have to say, I've been so weird about like because you know I'm like keto is gonna be is one of those trend diets like Whole Thirty, like Paleo, like all that stuff, but. You're making me a keto believer. I'm, I'm going to try doing keto for the month of April. Well, every every diet that you do is um, if you stop doing it, you're if you here's the thing. I don't think these diets, any of them are particularly bad. But if you if you go on the diet and lose the weight and then do whatever you were doing before the diet, you're yeah. going to look the way you looked before you were on the diet. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like like whether it's juicing or fasting or keto or or a raw vegan, if you go back to what you were doing beforehand, you're going to end up looking the way you were looking beforehand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I've, a life change. Yeah. So I, I've really decided I look at carbs completely differently now. Like I, I be really, looking, I be looking at carbs like, gee, like I looked at me and Jacob were uh, at CVS the other day, and I just grabbed a little pack of sour. But you know, I love my little sour gummies. You know, I love my sour gummies. I looked at the pack and I was like, there are sixty five carbs in this one pack of gummies. This is wild. And I try to eat like as of now, I try to eat less than fifty fifty carb fifty carbs a day. Net carbs a day. You try to, so your total carbohydrate intake for the day is every day is less than fifty. Yeah, somewhere between. Well, the other day I went to Bianca's place and Bianca did order pizza, and I did have some pizza, <laughs> but she ordered Domino's. Bitch tried me. Bitch tried me. Not ordered. Oh, Domino's. your favorite. Your favorite pizza spot. So I did end up eating a little bit of Domino's. But that was my first time eating um like bread bread. Like, not non-keto bread in probably, I don't know, like, 60-some-odd days. Like, I have been keto for a minute. Wow. And honestly, you try, it, it doesn't you feel— You Ezekiel bread. Ezekiel bread? Uh, Ezra be eating that shit. That is shit is too I much. I love Ezekiel bread. Uh-huh. It, I, maybe, I, I think I've, I've acquired the taste of it. But when I eat regular bread, I'm like, oh, this is so chewy. But keto bread, I mean keto bread. Ezekiel bread, if you don't know, is, like, made out of, like, grains and sprouts and stuff like that. So it's, like, all, like, nut— and I, I just really well. You can't have a, you can't have sprouts and grains on keto. But to, to describe y'all, to describe Ezekiel bread to you, Ezra says that he buys Ezekiel bread because it's not good, so he won't eat the whole thing in one go. Like if you buy something, like that's how gross Ezekiel bread is. If y'all out there wondering, it's what is. not gross. I think it tastes good. Well, do you yeah, know what? Good. Yeah, give your kids Ezekiel bread. See how they act. They be like, Mom, if you don't get this shit off my goddamn plate. You know what? When I have kids, I. Because now I'm back in, the, in a world where I actively want children. I, Roberta, I like, I feel like if my parents would have raised me in a world where I didn't, they weren't buying me fucking Doritos and Cheetos and this is and that's and Kool-Aids and Capri Suns and fucking shoving that shit up my, well, not, they're not shoving up my fat ass mouth. I had, it's like, it's like, it's literally like, uh, you, you, uh I, we heard, they, we heard the stories I, of your, of your, uh, of your mama begging you not to ask people for food. So I, I got a feeling <laughs> that you had a hand in this. <laughs> I bit the apple. So when I have kids, I want, I don't want to give them that stuff. But I, then, I, then I feel like that's like almost a little cruel. Like let them live their lives. When I'm like, I don't want to unlock the door for you, baby. I want you to make, to, to, I want you to live life. Not, I want you to live the life. I wish I grew up enjoying, I, I know friends that grew up enjoying broccoli and carrots and like they eat that stuff and it turned out to be good for them. Like they ended up, they ended up in sports and they have great physiques. I mean, I have friends who, I mean, if you, I, I know people who grew up not not being allowed to eat junk food. I was allowed to eat anything. I, I could eat whatever the fuck I wanted to eat. I remember my mom would not make me, my mom wouldn't even make me eat the same meal that the rest of the family was eating. Like if they made something and I didn't like it, she would just make me something different. Work. Like if they, if they, if they were having like a bunch of roasted vegetables and I was like, I want to eat a hot dog. She would just make me a hot dogs. Um... And, great mom. and I do I love I love your mom. Can I tell you your mom is so funny? Martha is very funny. Martha Caldwell is a very funny lady. But um I do know people who grew up like that and, and to this day still have an aversion to um eating, you know, quote unquote unhealthy foods. Um but let's talk more about that after the break. 
Look, everybody, so you can easily find the perfect bra for you at Third Love. Third Love bras are designed for your perfect fit. Third Love uses the measurements of millions of people to design bras with all day comfort and support. The fitting room quiz is a fun and super easy interactive experience that focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect for you. Throughout the whole thing, fit stylists are available for one-on-one -on -one chats to answer any questions. Better than a traditional bra fitting experience because of this one, you can do from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The fitting room has helped 18 million people find their true bra size. You could be next. Third Love stands behind their product. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are available via chat or email to answer all of your questions. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash rivalry now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash rivalry for 20% off today. Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm -hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thottas. Mm -hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I, I love you, Monet. I love now you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat, Kat bar, bar. Which you would not allow your children to have because you don't want your kids to eat Kit Kat bars. I would not let my kids eat Kit Kat. You wouldn't let your kids eat Kit Kat? What the fuck are your kids going to do on fucking Halloween? Don't do this to your children, <laughs> Monet. Don't be like this. Don't act like that. Let your kids have candy on Halloween. But if they eat for Halloween, then they want it on Monday and then Wednesday and then Friday then it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday then it's gonna just be a cycle of fucking eating it's fat shit all the time like their dad just, did it's just candy my mind is like it's just candy I mean like for example Jacob grew up one of those houses where he wasn't allowed to watch um, TV or play video games like he had, to play oh. video, he had to play video games at his friend's house and I remember being like I was just able to play any video games I wanted but now Jacob yeah. played video games all day <laughs> Jake, <laughs> as, as soon as this podcast is done, Jacob gonna go play video games. Yeah, and then all, but all, Jacob is also in great shape. So I bet you Jacob was eating candy every day, every day a week. Well, Jacob's slim now. Jake, Jacob was a little, a little thick um, in, in school. Jacob's like, <laughs> well, Jacob was a little, Jacob, Jacob was a little thick in school. Jacob acknowledged that he was a little thick back in school, but now little mama slim. <laughs> Can I just tell a really cute story? When I went to go give Bob a little surprise visit in LA, we were walking, and then Bob just grabs Jacob's butt. He's like, "Ooh, yeah, you got a little thick there, baby." <laughs> and then Jacob was just laughing hysterically. It was just so cute. <laughs> Jacob's a very cute little butt. Jacob is uh, Jacob is so over this conversation already. <laughs> <laughs> Me, okay. Last thing I said about Jacob. I, so I have also 
recently been rethinking my hard stance on children. Well, when we did the parenting one, you said that you were open to the idea. I'm so open. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open. It's just that kids, you know, kind of. Um, I, I have a lot of thoughts and fears about kids because of, um, like, you just don't know who you're gonna raise. You really think you have every say, but the world's raising your kids more than you're raising your kids, and also DNA and and you know MDNA, Madonna. And then, and, uh, like everyone's like raising your kids. The NFL, the QVC, you know, BET, <laughs> all have a say in raising your kid as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I just think about people I know who the parents are like, I did not raise you to be like this. <laughs> like how? Like like I would think about Kirk Franklin. Like, have you ever read Kirk Franklin and his Son lately? Oh yeah, girl. What are your thoughts about it? Because I have my thoughts. Honestly, I think that Kirk Franklin's son is probably an annoying piece of shit. And Kirk Franklin's probably right. like, fuck that little nigga. Like, I'm so annoyed. He is he's wealthy. He his father's a multimillionaire. Like, he just did all I mean, also there's a chance that Kirk, Kirk Franklin's also a piece of shit. But based off of the voice mail I was hearing, it just sounds like the son is just like this antagonizing little fuck. And Kirk Franklin's yeah. like, God damn it. Like, I'm really trying to be a good dad here and honestly sometimes your parents curse you the fuck out i mean i was just about to say i was just a bitch if i if i had my old um sidekick or my t-mobile wing <laughs> and the amount of voicemails that i could play of my mother cussing me out because i was doing dumb shit i was doing stupid shit and her only way she could press her though, like, motherfucker, you better get your black nigga ass back to yeah. this house. I said be home by 11 o'clock. Why it is 11.30? Where are you? Like, that's just, kids just do dumb shit. I feel like most people are on are on Kirk Franklin's side. Kirk, yeah. Kirk Franklin said, Nick, next time I see you, you're going to make me wanna stomp. Sorry, <laughs> 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 that really got me together. So, Mo, my first season of The Real World was uh, Real World Hawaii, and I had such a big crush on Tech. Do you oh, remember Tech, tech from with Real like, Hawaii? With, like, the blonde highlights? I was obsessed. I tech wanted was hot. to, like, I, I was obsessed with him. Like, tech I wanted... I wanted to be him. I wanted to sleep with him. I wanted to just be around him. His name was Tech Holmes, and I just was like, I was obsessed with him. Like, obsessed, obsessed. Yeah, Tech was hot. Um, the first season I remember seeing was the one, I think it was New Orleans, and it, it had a gay character. His name was, like, Danny. Yeah. D Danny, right? Or Daniel, something like that. I remember his name, but it was, it was the same season with the Mormon girl. Yes, and he and I remember he had like this was very um, early two thousands, late nineties. That little that little beard, soul thing. patch. Yeah, the little soul, soul patch. patch. He had that. I remember him being so cute. But I remember being so like I remember what like even though every my, my brother used to watch Real World, I was so secret about watching it because there was a gay character. I'm like, if I watch if I watch the Real World with this gay character, my family's, my family's gonna know I'm gay. Isn't isn't that crazy how queer kids are? You're like they, they're gonna know, they're gonna know. <laughs> oh girl, I was afraid to make eye contact with gay people for people that, like don't know, don't know. But yeah, I, by the way, the reason I still wear hoop earrings today is because of tech. Really? Like, I just thought that Tech was the sexiest and cool. Tech Holmes, if you are listening to this, I am a big fan. Bob the Drag Queen is a big fan. And if you're trying to be a busted baby, let's make it. 
Bob, that is very aggressive. Right on brand. Right on brand. Kitty, <laughs> I'm not. Don't try. Don't be a bussy, baby. But um, I mean, how old is Tech these days? Tech is 45. Ooh, 45. Too. Yeah, yeah. So Tech is. A, but he looks. He looks like one of those gay. Dudes, actually, one of those black people that just don't age. You know, you, you know, you know, black people that just don't age. I don't think tech is. I don't think tech is gay. I don't think. Not gay. I meant I'm black. Not. That's what I, I, I'm thinking about. Danny, but tech looks like one of those black people that just don't age. Like fucking Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett's in her what? Yeah. So her late sixties now. Well, Angela Bassett's had a little bit of work done, but yeah, she looks amazing though. Damn! Why you gotta come for Angela like that? I'm not, she's 62. I'm not coming for her, but Angel Bassett has had a little bit of work done. She, it's good work. She looks amazing. I'm actually thinking about getting some work done. Okay, I, I, I want to go with you. Can we get it done together? I thought you were about to ask, I, I thought you were about to start making suggestions. I was about to say, hold on, bitch. Let me make, <laughs> let me, let me make, that's the thing. Whenever you tell someone I think we get work done, they'd be like, oh, yo, you're thinking about the, the this part? And I was like, no. Oh, this, this part. No. Oh, you, you want, you want this? You wanted to get this done. I was like, bitch. I, can't I was talking about you. my. I was talking about. Uh, I was going to repaint one of my rooms. I kind of want to get um, this done. Like y'all, if, I mean, if, if you can, if you can't, if you're not watching, if you don't pay the premium subscription, it's the 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 gizzard. I don't have a gizzard. You but, don't. No, but this girl on TikTok did this thing. She goes, "You don't have a you don't have a turkey neck. Just suck your tongue." And then she turns to the side and goes, "But I turn it aside, and mine doesn't do it." Mine does not do. I was like, oh my god, I've lost it, because hers was like hanging, and then she did. But mine doesn't. Mine doesn't do it. I turn guess. to the side. Turn to the side. Turn to the side. Now suck your tongue. See, see, yours does it. Mine does not do it. So I just want to kind of get this area. And uh, Tina Burner, I actually want to talk to Tina about hers, because Tina very publicly. I'm not outing Tina's business. She did. Tina very publicly got neck liposuction. But apparently, bitch, they, you be wide awake looking at your doctor while he looking at you. Oh, yeah, she, bitch. Your Do- doctor be- Dahlia Sins got a full Lipo 360 on, um, well, not Lipo. I think she got, like, her back and her sides. But she got it, like, on camera. I was like, and she was awake. I was like, just, I'm such a, just knowing that that's going on, even though I feel no pain, I could not be able to do it. I, bitch, knock me the fuck out. Wait, Dahlia Sin? Yes. Dahlia Sin has a hot body. I'm not telling. I mean, obviously, do whatever you want to your body. I'm, I'm not here to tell people like. I, I don't. I also never want the folks who's like your body's great. Don't do anything to it because that's just annoying. That is annoying. I think that Dahlia, but Dahlia's, Dahlia's body is like so hot. Oh, I think that you know during COVID, a lot of us put on a lot of unwanted weight, maybe, and even though it looked good to other people, she's like, I want to. No, speak for yourself. I I wanted the weight. I I welcomed it. <laughs> I was I was happy. I was so happy to have that weight. Yeah, look at uh, it. Look I mean, at her, girl. She's on there sucking that shit out. With, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And, and, and not, not the doctors uh, sucking out fat and, and you just, y'all making eye contact, having a full conversation. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, don't look me in the eye while you suck my fat out. Like this, like, nigga, look at my fat. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> Pay what, attention to what the fuck you doing. <laughs> what other friends have you had on other reality shows? Oh, I've, 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 um, Oh my god! I, my only reality TV show friends are really from RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, Ashley Marie Preston and I both won. Ashley Marie Preston won Project Runway um, the same year that I won RuPaul's Drag Race. So we kind of had like a little bond from that moment. Mm-hmm. I came to San Diego and um, to do a a, a, a gig in her town, and then somehow we ended up kind of just like hanging out and meeting each other. 
Um, so me and Ashley Marie Preston like kind of know each other. Um, she was the big girl who won um, in 2016. And then she also recently lost like a lot of weight. Anyway, and she's Latinx. Um, any other friends from reality TV? I mean, Todrick Hall from American Idol. But yeah, I guess that counts. Uh, yeah, I don't, really, I don't know. I don't have any friends from other reality TV. I mean, I, I, I know Christopher Palou from Project Runway. Oh Wayne. yeah, Christopher Palou. Um, he's and, someone uh, and, um, and Mondo. Oh, Mondo, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't consider Mondo a friend, but I know Mondo. Yeah, I mean, we have, me, me, I, I, me and Todrick are friends. Me and Christopher right. Palou know each other. Right. And I know me and Christopher Mondo Blue, know each other. Really him, yeah. And me and Ashley Marie Preston are a little closer than me and Mondo and Palou, um, but we talk, like, a few times a year. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if, when she releases a new line, I'm like, oh, my God, Ashley, this this is amazing. Or if I do something, she goes, oh, my God, Bob, I, I, this is, like, so great. But we don't, like, we don't, we don't kick it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think other reality TV shows. No, I mean other 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 iterations of Drag Race, like Drag Race UK, maybe. Um, yeah, all of I mean, yeah, all of my friends are from Drag Race who are who have been on reality TV shows, and they've done other reality shows, like Alaska did. Uh, what's that show? Almost uh, uh, Be- no, uh, uh, Celebrity Buried Alive or Jacob? You look it up. It was like Alaska. Yeah. Alaska did like a show, like a Halloween themed reality, like Celebrity. Scared, yeah, straighter, almost buried, famous, buried alive. almost celebrity, fa- some bullshit like drag that. them, not almost famous, drag <laughs> them, Monet, drag. No, it wow, it wasn't always. It was, uh, it was called like D list back ass <laughs> celebrity niggas or something like that. It was like I'm too, I'm, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It's some weird. Oh my god, why can we not think of the title of this? But I mean, it only had one season on it. It was not. It was not on a popping. It, it was not. Uh, it was not forever popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. Let's put it that way. I mean, I think Courtney Act is the. For, 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 as far as people I know, Courtney Act is the. Re- oh yeah, yeah. It was. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I knew it. No, that's the that's the bridge one. The, Alaska was on one in America. Oh, um, yeah. I told it was Alaska. Tiffany Pollard. Um, no, no. That's 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 Celebrity Big Brother. No, uh, Tiffany Pollard was on the show. I'm telling you, she did the show. Really? Yes, I remember. We need to figure this anyway, out. And what were you saying, Monet? Go ahead. Um, Scared Famous. It was called Scared Famous. I don't even know the premise of that. Were they supposed to like? Were these like a horror show? They were. They were in uh, like a haunted house, but like, and they would do. They would do like things like you'd be buried. You have to dig for bugs, or you have to be buried alive, or you have to. Do all these like weird things, like these weird challenges, and then people would like disappear from the house. I, w- I didn't watch the whole thing, I watched a few episodes. Yeah. Um, Courtney Act is the reality show MVP. Courtney Act has obviously been on Drag Race. Courtney Act was on um, uh, Celebrity Big Brother UK, where she famously gathered this bitch on like queer. On like queer shit, she like gathered oh, yeah. her girl. She like got her together. She did um, the de- uh, like the Australian version of uh, Dancing with, with the Stars. stars. And is there something else? Eurovision. Eurovision. Courtney Act loves Drag Race. Why we said that already? Courtney Act loves reality TV. I mean, honestly, I think reality TV is fun. Also, once you do like one reality TV thing, it's like, bitch, you like it's not like a regular person going back to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause like you kind of know how it works. Like, not saying that reality TV is, you know, you know, it's it is also produced, but also being real. Like you just know how to play the game better when you have done reality before. Yeah. Would you agree? 
Yeah. I mean, also not to mention that Cordiac was the host of The Bio Life, which is a bisexual dating show oh, in work. the UK. Um, do I agree? Uh, I think there are people who do reality TV and then do it a second and third time and still don't know how to do it. Yeah. Well, I would... Like, s- I, d- I think that Tiffany Pollard is someone who has mastered reality TV. I think Tiffany Pollard... I don't think that Tiffany is that crazy and that exaggerated and that, like, like, like how she plays on TV. I think that she has found the balance of balancing like her craziness but making this character too that's so i don't i don't know she is like literally a mastermind of reality tv and she does it so well that she blurs the line so so well that you don't even realize that this cannot be all the sides of her she really makes you think it's all her well there's also like people like you know tiffany power has something in common with trish paytas which is where they both kind of just take it a little too far sometimes. Like on this most recent thing where uh, Tiffany Pollard was uh, on the Zeus Network and doing some dating show, and she was like, kept calling that woman a man and being like, you have a sweaty dick and balls. And it's like, she doesn't, like, and Trish Paytas also does the thing where she was like, well, but you also, I I also don't want to necessarily say that Trish, like Trish Paytas, people saying she was trolling. Trish Paytas is saying that she was like discovering her gender identity. Chewing and, and crunching, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> this, this is over here <laughs> bitch I, you know Jasmine Rice is the worst house guest I've told you this a thousand Jasmine Rice is one of the on, the only person I've ever banned from my house <laughs> twice um anyway um like Trish Paytas was like she, she said she was discovering her identity her gender identity but everyone else was like you're trolling the the trans community um so I mean, I, but also I I think that maybe sometimes that you know becoming a TV villain that you can't take it too far. Yeah, like, you can take it too far. Yeah, I agree. You know I, I mean? agree. And I I mean I I I know she has had so much so much controversy, but I think that um, Gia Gunn, I think she does reality TV so well. I mean, say what you want about her on All Stars Four. I think Gia Gunn played a perfect villain. Just the way that she just delivers her lines. Like, that whole, well, what you're gonna do is not what you wanna do. Like, just like her one-liners and just, like, she's just so irreverent. The quote was, uh, let, let, let me quote my dear friend Gia Gunn. Just kidding. <laughs> the quote was, well, what you wanna do isn't necessarily what you're gonna do. Like, so many things like that. Like, I just think she plays reality TV very well. She's like, I'm on here to do a thing. She doesn't, she doesn't care about being perceived as a villain. She does not give a fuck. And I think it gets her what she wants, at least. I don't think she. I don't think she does do it that well because a big part of it is also like getting on. If if you're going to be a reality TV personality, a big part of it is also like work, getting on other shows, True. working on other things, and also like coming out with some semblance of likability. I think she like, is likable. I think that Gia Gunn is not unlikable, but I think Gia Gunn is definitely a villain that people like to hate more than they like to like. For example, Nene Leakes is a villain people love to hate, but also like to like as well. Like, Nene Leakes is one of those first people like, I mean, she's aggressive, she's wild, and she's mean, but it never, but I guess people don't feel like she's like, I don't know, punching down Girl, or something. Girl, you feel need way. to watch more Housewives of Atlanta. This last season, not the last season, 
The like the last season, Nini was on. Nini got crazy, Bob. Nini was to be fair. I to be fair, I've only ever watched the the reunions. I'm in 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 girl. In Nini defense. got wild. She started instigating fights, like literally getting physical with people. She spit on Kenya Moore. Like Nini got crazy. She got that's why she's not on anymore because she. I was like, because Nini went from being like you said, like someone people love to hate. But pe- but someone still people cheered on because she was dynamic and she was pretty electric. But she just took it that extra step, and now people are like, "We can't fuck with you." Like spitting on somebody, that shit was crazy. Why did she spit on them? Because her and Kenny just had this thing. They were just they were just they were like oil and water, and they just could not get along. And they were, they went on the strip to Greece. And Nini had just had it. I, it was two seasons ago, so I kind of forget what the actual core of the drama was. But her and Kenny have famously just had a lot of friction with each other. And it just escalated so much on this Greece trip. And then they met, she mentioned something about Kenny. I think it's about Kenny's husband because Kenny going is going through a divorce with her husband. Well, they're not. They are. It's on and off all the time. Anyway, and Nini mentioned that. Knowing that Kenya got mad, so Kenya was like getting up, and Kenya was like, "I have to leave." And Ken, then Nini, they're like they're ushering Kenya out, and Nini goes, "She's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, I'll spit on you, bitch," and she spit on her. Oh my god, that that's a fight. Oh, that's that's why that's, that's why uh, New York that's why New York beat up that's why New York tried to beat up Pumpkin because she yeah. spit on her. She do spit it, in her mouth. Do it, slap me, bitch. I mean, do you? Would you ever want to be a TV villain? I. I would want to. I can. I just. It's just not in me to be a villain. I'm just not. And you and I talked about this. I am just not a villain. I'm just. I just. I don't have it in me to be this mean, rude, nasty bitch. Who is the villain of your of season ten? Does the. Well, I think people like to paint the victim as a villain. I do not think Vixen was a villain. I do think someone who was. I know someone who came off annoying to. Oh my god! I'm so shady. Say their name. Say their name, bitch. No, I. God, it's good. Monet, say their names. Come on. Who is the villain? This is going to cause more drama for you. Someone who came off to like a little bit annoying to the girls and also watching the footage, Eureka. But she's so unassuming because she. Why would would that. Because we're on a show together, she, she gonna hear. <laughs> she gonna hear this. She like Bob. I, I just really want to know why. Why would you and Monet talk about me on, on your podcast like that, girl? I, I just really want. I just really want to know, girl. I just really want to know. Like, like I, I, I thought. I thought you was my friend, Bob. So we, we've had we've had Eureka. Listen, we haven't had a lot of guests on the show. And we've had we have had Eureka. Yeah, and 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 again after the show, I think that Eureka does come. It is a nice person, but when in the context of filming it, okay, here's the thing: why she kind of came off a little villainous to us because Eureka did this thing where she tried to be everyone's friend, number one, um, but it never felt super genuine. Like it felt like she was drag her it was like it was like a balance of sometimes i really did like i did feel like i had a genuine little bond with eureka but then sometimes i would question it because i'm like are you just being my friend because you've done reality tv before what we talked about earlier and you kind of know how to play this thing of being someone's friend you know what i mean so but maybe that's all on me in my own head i was like is she trying to play me or does she want to be my friend it was that and then i didn't even see the vixen stuff but then watching how she instigated that fight with vixen and then literally in the camera she goes yeah i want to do it on purpose just to get her mad like it was like seeing stuff like that like to the cast like and like again we had group chats like like season eight and i'll be like girl did you see that like i had no idea so stuff like that really to us made her feel a little more villainous than um i think eureka was intending on being in the season i I got it that that makes sense um that that makes sense uh what was the villain season eight 
You, I, I would, I, I, I have my opinions. I think it was a, it was, it was a battle between you and Derek. I think you and Derek shared that how role. Was, how was I the villain? Who was I? I was not the villain. Bob, you were instigating fights with judges. You literally had a scream. I was not. I was okay. Do you know the difference between instigating a fight and then being in a fight? I was not instigating fights. You instigated a fight with, you, with, with, with Lucian. Yes, you did. I did not instigate a fight with Lucian. Lucian was giving us terrible advice, knowing, knowing that he was he was giving us intentionally antagonizing advice, and I called him out on it. I did not instigate. Also, instigating is usually a fight between other people. I'm instigating a thing between these two people. That's instigating. I was being. I felt like I was being antagonized, and I stood up for myself. You instigated a fight. I'm saying with him and your team. I feel like you were. I feel like you were riling Lucian. My team up. wasn't fighting. With, I was fighting with Lucian, not my team. Thorgy and Betty were not arguing with Lucian. It was just me. By myself, all alone, going one-on-one with Lucian. <laughs> and I will say, Derek did, she did push you in, 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 in that, in the whole memorable drag, I mean, in the, in the ratchet drag thing. She did, she, she definitely did that. But I think Derek, Derek doesn't mind being a villain. I think that on, on the Vegas show, from the clips I watched, um, Derek was the one trying to be the fucking villain of, of Vegas. But I don't think Derek minds. She don't care. Well, I was upset in that moment because I, I, I didn't like being called Ratchet. And I had just been called Ratchet on the runway. And then I got called Ratchet right there. And I was like, why? Like, stop microaggressing me. Stop calling me Ratchet. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking like that. So I stood up for myself. But I do not think that – I don't think anyone thinks I was a villain of my season. I think that the, the two villains of my season um, were probably uh, Derek Barry and Acid Betty. Can y'all comment um, below well, if y'all think Bob had, like, a pseudo-villain vibe? Bob's favorite word. I did not. Ha- there was. I'm eight. not. The, there was. There, there is. You can even go on your uh, Twitter and word it as nasty as you want. No one thinks I was. The, I was a villain for my season. Well, the ones that went, knew you knew that you were. I didn't win Miss Miss Fake Ass Congeniality. <laughs> um, First of all, I want to. I'm the only Miss Congeniality in history of the show to be chosen by the peers, by the by the people that you actually compete with. But all are these you other, also no, no, going no, no, no. to tell all them. these other bitches before are fake congenialities because the girls didn't choose them. Uh, the the people that don't spend all their time with you chose them, so they don't have no fucking idea. Okay, in my season, the so girls you, that spent time with me chose me as a congeniality. Get that straight. Are you going to acknowledge to the fans that the that the girls actually made two or three choices? for congeniality so you may have actually never won in the fucking first that place that is not true who told you that that is true because the girls told me they like write down your two choices for Miss Congeniality okay so you just said three now you're saying two so which one is it is it three or I is said, it two I said, I said two or three I said two or well, three well you, you said two or three but now you're saying two so you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're just making shit up <laughs> So, so you telling me if I call any girl from your season right now and ask if they wrote down one or two choices, you're going to say that that you just said it's not true. I, I got my finger on the dial button. Are you right now saying that's not true? <laughs> it was, say it, bitch. A lie. Lie. I well, dare you to okay, fucking I lie. Was, Bob, you know, I can't even Exactly. I, I can't, exactly. I can't even remember what I had for dinner yesterday. I, I, don't, rem- I don't remember. Maybe that is true. I, well, I don't just remember. Well, se- just a second ago, you were positive that it didn't fucking happen. So there's a chance <laughs> you never fucking won in the first place. It could have went to any fucking body. You don't fucking know if you won, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so inflammatory. Speaking of reality fights, what are some of your favorite re- reality TV fights? We already talked about Pumpkin in New York. One of my favorite ones. Not really a fight, but it was just such an iconic moment. And Tina has a really good number featuring it. When Teresa Judice once uh, flipped the table at Real Housewives of Atlanta. That shit is so funny. Well, you know, the reason Tina... Prostitution whore! Prostitution whore! 
You know, the reason Tina Burner did that is because years ago, Tina Burner got fired from um, Excess Lounge, which doesn't exist anymore, for flipping a table. Oh, I didn't know that. And Tina Burner used to come in and do Adele's turning tables. <laughs> I love it. Tina's a good Um, Oh, not, not better than Utica. Um, <laughs> I think that my favorite uh, my favorite reality TV fight is probably... It's either it's it's a toss up between Nene Leaks versus Star Jones. Oh my God! Yes, what on Celebrity TV on, on Celebrity Apprentice, <laughs> but also Nene Leaks versus Latoya Jackson. Oh my God! Because, because Latoya Nene Leaks is like, first of all, people don't realize Nene Leaks is is pretty tall for an AFAB person, a mm-hmm. female like birth person. She's oh yeah, I've, like met, I've met Nene. Nene is my height. Without heels, yeah, on. like five ten. My height, yeah. So she, there's this great image of her standing on, t- like directly over Star Jones, mm-hmm. like looking down at Star Jones. It's and and it's really this when when Nene goes up against someone who's like uh, bougie, they just don't know how to act. They just don't know what to do. They don't yeah. know how to act. And Star Jones is like, this is not the real Housewives. <laughs> and Nene goes, this is why I have to be the Housewives. Now where's Barbara Walters? Not how you look. That is why. When she said, that, 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 when she that said is where, now where, where's Barbara Walters, I fell out. That is where Bob and I get, wow, Nene. Wow. That's where we get that from because that's, Star Joe says to her, wow, that is Nene. Not where this, that's not where that's from, Monet. Wow, my God. Who's the, who oh, is no, the fan Kim of Kim Sosiak. Sorry, sorry. But, but, but Star Jones does say, Wow. And then I equate that to wow. And then it, well, yeah. it was so so start so it was funny because I'm trying to remember it. Can um, we do it? Do you think we no, can do it? No, Star Star said wow, and then Nene said wow, and then Donald Trump said wow. So it was wow, wow, and then Nene goes wow. Wait, I have I have my number that has it in it. Here we go. Start saying, Why don't you right. Project then I said, "Why don't I?" Not? Right. It's all strategic, but I get it. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> who woke up and told? Who woke up and said you get the job to be project manager? Who? Who? <laughs> See, Mister Jones, you pressed the last button in me, and you, you, uh, what, what you say? Um, um, you, you, this is your puppet, yeah, and I'm your, not. <laughs> If y'all want a good laugh, it is just type in Nene Leaks versus Star Jones Apprentice, and it will pop up on YouTube. That shit. And it's like so Lil good. John and Meatloaf are just standing. <laughs> Lil John and Meatloaf okay. are like, what? <laughs> are like, what the fuck is going on? And Nene Leaks is just walking around. And then the one with Latoya, where she bullies Latoya around. Oh my God. And she, so and she keeps being like, why are you standing there looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost? Ghost? You are a very old lady. You, you need are to very your old. age and not 12. <laughs> you are very old, and the only reason you made it this far in the world is because your last His name. name. <laughs> yeah, check out, check out NeNe Leaks versus LaToya Jackson and NeNe versus Star Jones. NeNe is I also love when oh, she, so love when she goes, uh, she goes um, and if you don't want to deal with me, go in the bathroom and hide. Go, go and hide. Go and hide. <laughs> not go in the bathroom. <laughs> Go in the bathroom and hide. Also, Go and hide. And again, to Bob's point, Needy Leaks is a very tall, AFAB woman, and Latoya is on the opposite of that. Latoya is like 5'2". She's a tiny lady. Plus, Nene is in her heels. Girl, it is just, it's literally David versus Goliath. It's crazy. Uh, let me see. Latoya Jackson height. Let me see how tall Latoya Jackson is. Latoya Jackson is... Five five, oh. um, and well, I mean, but Nene Leaks is taller than she is, and it, it's just it's it really pumps. <laughs> it really is a kiki and a tickle of a time a watching, watching uh, Nene Leaks bully people around. There's just something she's just a. 
I would never want to be on the receiving end of it, Agreed. if I'm being completely fair. Um, but that shit is a fucking tickle and a half. Um, but, I mean, there's also um, Tiffany Pollard versus um, Gemma, Gemma Collins. Collins. Yes, because what she called Gemma Collins a fat cunt. Which, I, which I, when, I, when I was in the UK, because I'm very curious about this, because I know Americans, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people love Tiffany Pollard. I used to... I still love Sydney Pollard. You know, what she did on that show was horrible, but she did come out and apologize, and she had a whole talk with uh, T.S. Madison about it, and it was like a whole thing. So um, I think, hopefully, she's learned her mistakes from that really transphobic uh, shit she was saying on that show. Um, but I used to love Sydney Pollard for years. Like, everything she would do, I would watch it. And when I watch, I watch the best bits of Celebrity Big Brother UK, season 16 with Sydney Pollard, and she is gold on that show but she fights with everyone she fights with do you have you seen what she thought uh david 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 was dead dead when she thought, when she thought yeah it was david bowie yeah and then she ends up getting a fight with angie bowie which who is who is david bowie's ex-wife she her her longtime husband they, yeah they were divorced but they were still friends whatever they had kids whatever her longtime spouse just died she just out of the news and tiffany pollard is berating this woman and then they ask her to apologize she's like apologizing to that old bitch absolutely fucking not and it's just like it's so <laughs> it's wild do you remember years ago here's a this is a throwback Irene McGee got slapped in the face by Steven from Real World oh Seattle. yes yes so what happened was the whole season I guess that Steven had just been really irritated with Irene and then as they're like there's a big shot of everyone like leaving the real world. No, no, no. Irene was leaving because she like she was like leaving for whatever reason. Only she was leaving. Everyone else was staying, but they were oh. waving bye to her. And then Steven, I get, I don't know. I do not know what it was I so forgot. long ago. Yeah. But Steven ran down to the car. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. First, Irene is walking down this thing, and all the people are like, bye, Irene. And Steven runs in the house. He comes back. He's like, Irene, you were looking for this. He takes her teddy bear and throws it into the water. And oh, she's yeah. like, Okay, whatever. And then Bob. And then she gets in the car, and I guess the teddy bear wasn't insulting enough, <laughs> so he just opens the door, and she's just looking at him, and then he just reaches in and just slap. He does not slap the fight, but he, he hits her in the face. It he assaulted her. so crazy. But again, this is how reality show was crazy back then. Like, real world was, like, doing some real shit. Like, that was, I want to say that's, like, one of the first reality shows, right? Would you say? I mean, I want to say it's the first reality TV show, but, like, I mean, that was, like, back in real world, they didn't even fucking have an objective. Yeah. There was a, you, you, didn't, you didn't win anything. They would just put, take a bunch of, te- like, young 20-somethings, make them work at a tanning salon. Yeah. And then, and then make sure. them live in a... And make them live in a very nice house. That yeah. was literally the entire. They all work in a smoothie shop, and, yeah. and it's a Mormon and a gay guy and like yeah. a slut and like a uh, a fitness in- instructor. And there's like a hot guy, and and they would all just live in the same. That was the entire concept, and the show was mesmerizing. Is not the word to describe how obsessed I was with written. I could not watch Real World today. Nowadays, because reality TV has been so heightened, like, I mean, I, I think it was Mateo Lane who was like, I don't know who, I can't remember the comedian, they were like, you know, in America, it's like, we cannot have the Great British Baking Show. In America, it's like, Cupcake Wars! <laughs> like, we make even... <laughs> 
even baking is like you know a yeah. fight to the death. And and to be honest, I like my reality. TV. I try to watch British Baking Show. And I'm like, this shit is boring as fuck. I no love one's gonna the, die. The, what the Bake Off? No is one's gonna so die. Good. They don't win anything. They're just like, oh, we just here trying to fix the soggy bottom on our muffins, aren't we? Well, what's so funny is that there is one of the, like in, in the most recent because they're not called seasons; they're called collections. In the most oh recent um, collection, the series, you, uh, you, I don't know who's more British, you or Michelle Visage. <laughs> Tell me after this break. <laughs> is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. And the most recent series of it, um, this what they had to do a thing where they had to like bake and like create like famous people, so like David Bowie and uh, not David, uh, yeah, David, David Bowie, Freddie Mercury, all these people, whatever. And this guy, I mean, he was just so bad at baking, and like he creates this thing and he is presented it to the judges. Bob, when I tell you, it's supposed to be a, a like a sculpture looking cake of uh, Freddie, of I think either David Bowie or Freddie Mercury. It looks like this, okay. And he gives it to the judges, and I don't know, just watching these people try to bake and fail, it's so fun. I mean, if, if I want to watch people bake and fail, I watch Nailed It, where they're like, they're just always steaks. By the way, uh, Laguna Blue and Selma just won uh, an episode of Nailed It, by the way. Oh, did they win it? Yeah, they won. Rigged, yeah. rigged. Um, another reality show that, this honestly, when June, this show, reality show came out around the time when June was living with me in New York for like that year. Um, did you watch the Anna Nicole Smith show? I did not. I, I watched know. it. I watched it. I remember she was talking about it because she loved Anna Nicole. I'm saying she loved. Uh, she's not dead. Uh, June is. Anna Nicole dead. Smith is dead. No, but June is not. She loves Anna Nicole Smith. You saw. You saw. You said she's not. Jesus. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> You're like, well, she's not. Unfortunately, she's not dead. She For lo- you don't know, June. Anyone who's listening, June is. Uh, <laughs> Monet's birth mom, which is why I'm very shocked that Monet be like, 
Well, she's not dead yet. <laughs> she's she loves Anna Nicole Smith, and I remember like when it came out, like she made like a whole thing, like, and I remember watching with her. And I love the Anna Nicole Smith show. She used to have this like a system of blue hair that was so strange, and then and then Anna kind of smoke spoke like this. Oh, hey Howard, and she just well, the always black community. Sedated. The black community really embraced Anna Nicole Smith for some reason. Like the black because community is like outcast. we fucks with Anna Nicole. They're like we fucks with Anna. Do you remember even even um Nikki wrote it in the lyric, uh, "Rest in peace, to Anna Nicole Smith." Like, the black community just liked Anna Nicole Smith. What it was because she was this beautiful white woman that was shunned by white people because she had this scarlet letter of being this whore who married this rich man just for his money, and like a lot of people shunned her. And then you know, black folk, we people been people have been trying to uh, uh, shun us for fucking centuries now. So we're like, come on, girl, we got you over here. We like you on this side of, of town. And black people well, like then that. why can't? That's why I'm wondering why the black community as a whole is not on board with the queer community as a whole. True. Like, niggas, we know what this shit feels like. We should all, black folks should be like, girl, I get it. Right. Girl, I fucking get it. I know. Yeah. I sure as hell know. So, I mean, that's why I'm like, whenever folks are, are now coming out against Lil Nas X, I'm like, just say you hate gay people. Girl, but we're trying to make It'd this. It'd be easier to, it's easier if you just say out loud, I hate gay people. That's just so much easier than this, you know, loop-de-loo, here we go, loop-de-lie right. shit that people are doing. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. We cannot talk about reality TV without talking about one of the greatest reality shows of all time. Well, not greatest, but it is messy. Bad Girls Club. What? Bad Girls I Club. I have seen, I've seen maybe one episode. It is, Bad Girls Club is if Jerry Springer was a reality TV show. It's too wild. It is well, the whole purpose of the show is that you're getting these girls that are bad, like they're bad socially. Like they've either, like they're known to fight a lot, or they've, or or, or they've been incarcerated for whatever reason before for aggressive things, like, or, or 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 they drink too much and they're violent when they get drunk. Like the whole premise of the show is bringing these violent people together and putting them under a roof. Like it's like that's so crazy. Yeah, I I could I I mean I love anger and but it, like there's just no there's literally no objectives to the show besides it's like it's like the Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah, it's it's just causing chaos for the sake of causing chaos. Yeah, it's. Wild. I mean, so how many reality TV shows have you been on? That's just just the two. Uh, okay, yes, because they're two separate things. But yeah, they are. I'm not trying to be funny. They are two. They are two separate reality TV shows. That's that's not a that's not a kiki kiki kiki. You're you're on two different reality TV shows. Wow, someone seems really sensitive about being on two different shows. I'm not sensitive about it at all. Um, well, then why did you why did you go to the whole? Yes, I guess they're technically two. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, I'm actually going to film a reality TV show. I'm I'm going to film a reality TV show. Tomorrow, name it. I'm, name it. No, I'm not gonna name, name it. it. I'm not gonna break my. Then, NBA how do I, then why? Then why do I believe you, Bob? I don't. I'm not. I'm why not, should I'm not I believe talking you? To you? I'm talking to my 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 fans and friends and supporters that listen to my podcast. That's what. That's well, then, what I'm talking oh, to. And, and and they're supposed to just believe you. <laughs> just just take your word for it. <laughs> but you're not filming shit tomorrow. You ain't filming shit tomorrow. Anyway, how about I'm, that? I'm going away for a week, but with all oh, with COVID stuff, what's so annoying? Where? About? Where? Where, where? Where do you film? Where do you film this imaginary show? Where with COVID things, what's so what annoying about what city is doing it these be in? things? You lying that... bitch! You a lying <laughs> bitch! Okay, listen, you may you may fool like people, but you, I, that's your puppet, and I'm not. 
Now you pointed okay. to Jacob that he's a puppet. That's so rude. Now, I'm sorry, Jacob. Now where's now where's Carson Kressler? You <laughs> <laughs> what's annoying about this stuff is that I have to go like I have shit to do in my life. Like I have two campaigns I need to like film and photograph in the next week, but I have to go and quarantine for five days the in the city that I'm going to film this thing. It's so crazy. Must be nice. No, must be nice. We have we have wow, we, a, we have business that we have to do that that's that's hanging in the balance because we're trying to figure out that what's going on with that. No, I understand. I mean, Monet didn't ask me. I guess I'll say what reality shows I've been on. Money, <laughs> don't you? You should be friends with me long enough to know if I'm asking you a question. I don't care about your answer. I just want you to ask me. <laughs> people say that all the time do you see that comment they're like they literally say Bob and they will ask a question and answer before the other one answers I'll be like Bob like, what did you do today because I mean, I mean for me today when I woke up I... <laughs> like nigga if I'm asking a question nigga I'm not listening when you respond bitch ask me um, <laughs> I have been on um, America's Got Talent I've been on uh, Last Comic Standing I've been on RuPaul's Drag Race and of course now I am um, I don't know that I would consider we're here a reality TV show. We call it a real life series. Yeah, it's but a I'm also show. now uh, the the host of um, one of the hosts of uh, We're Here. It feels different to be. Let me right now. The thing about We're Here, it feels very interesting to be on a TV show where you know for a fact, no matter what you do, they're going to edit you nicely. <laughs> I could walk into Ruston, Louisiana, and been like. Fuck every nigga in this motherfucking town. Y'all ain't shit. Karate kick my fucking drag daughter. And then be like, if anybody got anything funny, first of all, don't nobody look at me. Everybody point your eyes to the fucking ground right the fuck now. And they're going to edit it and be like, I walked in and gave everyone hugs. Like that, I'm, I'm, Of course, I don't do that. Fun fact, that's, but, what, that's what Eureka did in their first city last, last season. <laughs> She's karate kicked me and Shangela to the ground. No. Um... But it is interesting to be on a show that you just know for a fact. You're like that's how I feel about the judges on Drag Race. Like on Drag Race, they the judges know that they're not going to get an unfavorable edit. They just know it. Except for when Car- Ross, when you call someone's look cr- uh, crafty, and the fans light your ass up on Twitter. But that's the thing. They don't. They don't think that the, the, the editors don't think that that is unfavorable. Like when Ross asked if uh, if um, Candy or Got Mick were throwing up gang signs. They, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't with like rattlesnake music behind it. Yeah. Oh my God, Jeffrey Boyd Chapman, girl, he's a. <laughs> I want to. I, I, I see your point. Like, I don't think they thought that people would react so viciously to Jeffrey Boyd Chapman, but. Um, yeah, I don't think Jeffrey Boyd Chapman got a, got a got a, a a edit that was villainous. I think that the fans don't like black people telling white people what to do <laughs> with their. I know, and then fans saying, fans saying, but like the difference was, the fans like the difference. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry, you go ahead, you go, you go. The fans fans saying like the the difference between Jeffrey and like Michelle is that Michelle is uh, uh, Michelle is never that mean to the girls. I'm like, are y'all on literal crack cocaine? Michelle be letting these bitches have it. Literally, someone will walk out, and one of the most famous memes from the show is Michelle, someone wearing an outfit, and, and 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 them explaining it, and Michelle being like. No. Michelle has told black girls to put on lotion. Michelle called me ratchet. <laughs> I mean, like, anyway. Um, but also, if you think about it, across, across all platforms, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. who are the two most hated judges on in, in across all the seasons, all the everything? The two most hated judges. Oh, Todrick and Jeffrey Boyd Chapman. And if you had to add one more to the list, who would it be? 
one more. RuPaul. Now, isn't it odd? RuPaul, RuPaul is not hated. What are you talking about? Girl, the fans, all they want to do is talk about RuPaul is this. She doesn't do her own makeup. She doesn't do this. The, the fans love to hate RuPaul. I guess. And I, I just I just find it interesting that three of the most hated judges across drag race and all the things are black people. The one that I find I just the, find that interesting. The one that I find the funniest is that Todrick has done Todrick has built a career from the ground up in terms of like choreographing uh, Beyonce, like built this empire for dancing and music and broken so many records and music and stuff like been that. Been in like four or five Broadway shows. Four. Been in uh two um West End shows. And they're like, who is he? Who is he to who is he to to like his his choreo sucks. He can't dance. Like and like who like why is he choreographing for like the final number? Like he is not good. I'm like that is so crazy. Also, Monet, I have to say, like, I Tadric always drags me because I'm always like, people don't like Tadric. Tadric's always like, Tadric's always like, Bob's always like, people hate Tadric. I don't. <laughs> That's not what I'm... I personally love Tadric Hall. I think Tadric Hall is genuinely... I love Tadric, too. Probably my most talented friend. He can, he can do... Yeah, he's great. Way better than this... I said it. I said it. No, what I'm saying is Tadric has some money. Money. Tadric has so many uh, no, know, applicable know, skills. Know, he can dance. He can. Like yeah. if we if we call up Tadric right now and say, "Can you do a backflip?" He would be able to run and do a backflip. That's crazy to me. I love how that is your litmus for for talent. You're like Monet. If I called Todrick and, and told him to do a roundhouse backhand spring, roundhouse fronthand spring, roundhouse full twisted layout, he can do it. That's talent. Okay. Well, he can also he can also write a song. He can also choreograph. He can probably that nigga can probably draw. He can probably draw. Bitch, I will write a song right now. Bikini, bikini. Hey. Oh. Sitting in the podcast, looking real podcast. I don't want what we're streaming to my podcast. You were five words in, and you're already making up words. Oh, send the bitch, send the bitch whose favorite song is Once Upon a Time I Heard That I Was Ugly. Bitch, that's a made-up word. Ugly is a is a redoing of a retooling of a word. <laughs> we, we, were, we, we, were walking down, we were walking down the street when they was like, why did she say ugly? And I was like, Monet, she can't just go, once upon a time, man, I heard that I was ugly. It came from a bitch who nigga wanna fuck me. No, I guess you could. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> actually. That, that works perfectly, actually. Yeah. You, you no, fully can do that. But Todrick is very talented, and it's just so crazy how they'd be like, uh, he's not qualified to do this. Like, who is he? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe Todrick may not be the world's aficionado about drag, but... But he can do a backflip. <laughs> but every... But again, with that same token, Ross is not an aficionado about drag. Neither is Carson. Mich next to RuPaul, Michelle may be the, like, on the dais of the judges. Michelle may be... The one who is the... Because, you know, she was around the ballroom scene. She hanged out with drag queens a lot in the 90s, blah, blah, blah. So the other two dudes are not aficionados of drag, too. So I don't understand why they use that to disqualify Todrick from judging the queens. It's just so strange. <clears throat> Total side note, you know who else is insanely talented? Um, Patty. Patty, Patty is so is talented. Patty can sing. Patty can dance. You know what, Monet? Patty can do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> He can. he can. He can. And Patty is also good at like so many like random skills. Like 
Patty, uh, Patty came over to my house. I needed to put together a fucking chair for something. But it was, and I know that sounds really simple, but it was more complicated than it sounds. And Patty was like, I bet you I can figure this out. I was like, I bet you can't. Bitch, in, in 10 minutes, Patty had this shit assembled. He assembled the desk with the stem. We got to like, he's just, Patty's just good. Like, Patty he, can sew. He, he can Patty sew. does cross-stitching. Patty can do hair. Yeah. Patty's a, a, Patty, Patty is a notary public. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he can notarize your uh, email. Like, this he's nigga is He's a justice of the peace. He's in the peace corps. <laughs> Patty does everything. Yeah, he's he's like he's really like a a, a, a jack of all trades, as they say. Oh, little Patty. Yeah, we Our love sweet Patty. little Patty. Yeah. Oh, Are you what 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 what? Uh, okay, this is I know because we're almost nearing the end. If you could go on a reality show, what is another reality show that 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 you would go on? I'm gonna go on Dancing with the Stars. I really want to I go on Dancing with the good. Stars. I think you'll be good on Dancing with the Stars. I think you'll be good because you're, Bob is also literally the most competitive person I know. And if it meant <laughs> Bob had to be up literally for two days memorizing his dance and rehearsing it, Bob would do it just so he can get the fucking Mirrorball trophy so he can have it sitting on his mantle and all of his Zooms going forward. Like, yeah, I want that. Well, I, I, was, talk, I was talking to Amber Riley through text and I was like, I just... I was like, I was like, girl, I just watched every single one of your performances from Dancing with the Stars, and it's you're just Amber Riley is insane. Like she is fucking insane. Go I love back. Her. She deserved to win Dance with the Stars so fucking hard. And I was like, I want to get on Dance with the Stars, Amber. <laughs> like, well, I I really hope that we decide to do the Survivor Watcher because I feel like after watching one season of Survivor, you want to be on Survivor. Let's do. I mean, they, we had a lot of suggestions. A lot of people are saying legendary. A lot of people are saying are also saying survivor. Those are the two top uh, requests we we're having so far. Okay, I think that we should do a poll. One on Patreon. Oh, one, I can take a poll. <laughs> <laughs> one on Twitter, and then we'll see which one gets the most. All right, there it is. Shablam. We should we should try to time out legendary so that we are with season two. We're able to. Yeah, we can watch the first episode, the first season, and then as the, that ends, the next season will start. Hopefully, if we can, if we can plan our lives. Yeah, well, I know they're taping season two now because I've seen like the people post like Deshaun has posted backstage stuff and wow, like, you're really exposing them. Wow, yeah, so he's posted on Instagram. Um, so. that, that, that was in Friends only because I saw it too. That was in Friends only. Oh, was it? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> also, this, bitch, we can edit this out. Now she getting me scared. I'm like, oh shit, we're staring at the cameras. Um, so yeah, so I know the season two is coming. So yeah, if we can time that out right, that'll be great. But I want you to watch one season of Survivor, which that was that was a very popular suggestion. It was between those two, Legendary and Survivor. So and apparently Monet's like, but you got to start at season 23, which sounds bananas. 28. But all the people they were like, Bob Monet is right. Like you have to watch an iconic season to see all of the fierce gameplay, so you understand how it works. Even Jacob said that that I'm correct. Jacob watched Survivor. Jacob, you watched Survivor? Bob, he told us this last. When? That was me with Dance Moms. When I got caught in the airport one time, I was like, bitch, I'm watching Dance Moms, The House. That's another yeah, great I mean, reality kind of show. Abby Miller, she used to get wild on those girls. You'd be like, Rebecca. Why well, turn your fucking foot on Rebecca, you stupid bitch? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, listen, I would love to keep this going, but I have had to pee for the last uh, 30 minutes. And you know me and my pee. Sometimes we part ways without saying goodbye. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Bye. Bye, everybody. 